Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. What's up? What's up, folks? Ah, I'm so excited to be back. (laughs) Even though I haven't been here for a month and I was kind of supposed to, well, I'll get into all that in a minute. I'm just so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be with you. I'm so excited to be here. And I wish like, you know, I was sitting in a room with you so that I could be like, what did you do? For January, how was your month? How are things? (laughs) Ask you all the questions. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to be back and excited to be with you. And especially on such an incredibly auspicious and beautiful, beautiful day. Numerology, numerologically. See, I'm back. I'm back to my old thing. Not really being able to speak. (laughs) But it's all good. It's all good because I'm here and you're here and we're here. Okay, I'm going to calm down now. So first of all, this podcast is now in over 30, 40 countries. I wrote down, but I can't really read my handwriting. So whatever the case may be, I'm so excited and thankful. Also, this podcast is in the top 10% of our category, which I'm not really sure what that is. I think it's spirituality, whatever. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing to the show. If you haven't already left a rating or review on iTunes, please do so. It just helps this podcast to grow, especially if you've been loving it, man. That would mean the world to me and be super helpful for all the work that we put into this podcast. So, um, yeah, but I'm so thankful. So, so thankful. I thought that was really cool. You know, this, the growth of this podcast and just the, the way that it has grown, that I've grown since the very beginning, it was something that I was really thinking about over the last couple of weeks. Um, (laughs) I actually got COVID right about, week and a half into January. So I spent two weeks of January with COVID, recovering from COVID. It was a wild ride to say the least. Um, That was the first time that I've been sick in 15 years. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I was vaccinated. It was very mild and, um, and yeah, it was, it was, you know, I don't even know what to fully say about it. Um, That being said, you know, I had asthma really badly as a child. 
And because of where Saturn is at in my astrology chart, <laughs> I have uh, weak lungs. I'm putting that in hand quotations right now. So that was a part of the reason why, you know, I got the vaccine to start with. And I'm glad I did because while it was mild, there was still one night where I was Googling like, okay, what are the signs that you need to go to the hospital? Because I was really struggling breathing. So um, my heart goes out to all those who have had a rougher ride with it. And um, yeah, it was, you know, as mild as it was, uh, it was still not a joke. And I think that it's kind of wild because everybody, it seems, is getting uh, COVID. And the day that I woke up with it, my brother's family got it as well. And so um, I've had several friends since who have gotten COVID. It's, it's, it's just, it's, yeah. Stay, stay safe out there, folks. <laughs> um, because, you know, I, I was fortunate, um, but someone may not, someone else may not be, you know. Um, my, my partner also got COVID and it was, it was kind of a joke for him. You know, he, he was, yeah. But he had also gotten his booster. I don't know if that made a difference or not in between hours, but he certainly didn't struggle like I did. So anyway, not to throw up anything about the vaccine debate. I am not here for that. Everybody needs to make their own decision. So there's zero shame in anything that I'm sharing. It's just a curiosity to me. You know, I think that even in the mix of the vaccine debate, like there's, there's so many questions that I personally have um, just about how all that stuff works. But anyway, we are not here to talk about politics or vaccines, so <laughs> gonna move it all along. Gonna move it all along. Um, so there's a couple of things that I wanna share with you really pumped about before we dive into talking about the February Akashic reading, this lesson, which folks, hold on tight, okay? I've already channeled through the message, so I am aware of what it is, and yeah, we have quite the month ahead, which for folks, if you're new, haven't been to one of these before, um, I will do my little intro here, then we'll pop into the reading, then I'll pop back to talk about integrating it, you know, the experience of it, be pulling some cards, probably talking about some astrology, blah, 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 but yeah. We got, a, we got quite a month ahead and it is kicking off quite a year ahead. So if you haven't listened to the 2022 Akashic Record Forecast, uh, which was episode 92, 91, <laughs> the one before this one, make sure you do. It is very important. You can also um, go to the link in the show notes and read it if that might be easier for you. Um, yeah, whichever way you would prefer to digest it, highly, highly recommend spending some time with it. It's powerful. Um, okay. So first of all, yeah, I, January was, was quite the month for me. I had so many plans, like so many plans and it's, what's interesting is that December was such a busy 
month for me and and had all of this energy and like I was getting things going and started and I mean like I was I was in it and when January hit it was like put the brakes on girlfriend um and I think in the collective as well we all expected the year to really be kicking off with January but energetically it's not really kicking off until February um and I personally, I it, it was so upsetting for me. Whenever like the energy shifts like that, when I'm in the midst of my my flow, <laughs> when like things are going really good, you know, like business is good, everything feels aligned, and then all of a sudden it's like, I I always spend a couple of days at least tantruming, you know, with the universe, kind of like, what the heck, <laughs> what the heck. Um, Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but January was clearly a time that was meant for us to regroup, to go within, to get some rest, and to get prepared for the month ahead. It was very difficult for me not to jump on and put out a podcast and talk about that, but you know, I had to honor the fact that I had decided to step away from the podcast for a month, which I needed to do, um, but it was difficult not to be like, hey hey, make sure, you know, and like share with you what I was, what was coming through for me about January. Um, and then bam, I got COVID and it was just like, yeah, girl, lay back down. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Not what I wanted to do. Um, and it was, I mean, I, I had, I had to reschedule Akashic readings two weeks in a row, which for me was really difficult. I, struggled you know it was interesting to sit back in the midst of being sick because again it's been 15 years since I've gotten sick I'm I don't get colds I don't get flus I don't I'm not someone who you know who goes to bed or who who gets put in bed I should say um but that certainly happened and to watch the fears that came up around that you know the the ways in which I was talking to myself and the insecurities and and all of that was just really interesting. Um, and I learned a lot in the process. And and even with the sort of mental stuff that was going on, it was really beautiful for me to see that I was still being kinder and more loving to myself than I've ever been in the midst of something like that. Um, because even though I haven't dealt with sickness and had my, my plan landed, like other things have done that. And I've just really beaten myself up about it and and made it quite a difficult ride you know which I think a lot of us do um you know it's <laughs> i.e why 2020 happened I mean we were we are all just chugging along doing our thing going at life full blast and that's not how we're meant to be living life you know but getting COVID uh was it was interesting to watch the all the mental things that came up. And um, I will say, I will say to brag on myself again, <laughs> for those who may or may not know, uh, one of the challenges I set for myself for 2022, because for me, this is the year of embodiment, is to do yoga every 365 days this year. And I did yoga even every day of my COVID. So um, I will share that I... Uh, you know, the, the details of that yoga every day is at least 15 minutes. So um, it was, it was 
really, you know, per usual, really more about a mental thing. Once I would kind of get into my office and start stretching, it would feel so good because of course I was in bed all day and I'm not excited about being in bed all day. That's not good for our bodies, you know, so um, I was kind and gentle with myself and would just stretch out. Man, my back would love it. Um, thankfully, I didn't develop any sort of like, you know, lower back sciatical, sciatical, <laughs> I don't think that's a word, sciatic issues or anything, which I, I, I am prone to. Um, and so, yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah, that's been nice. But it was, it was just a wild time. Things really shifted. Um, my, my, my virtual assistant, my VA is leaving me <laughs> after like, I think it's like five or six years she's been working with me. And so that just totally threw, uh, a loop and everything. And so not only did I not have the time that I wanted to this month to fully plan for 22 and to really start putting a lot of the things into place that I wanted to especially for this podcast, but now um, I'm in the midst of, of finding another uh, virtual assistant. And so just wanted to let you know that ahead of time. I know I spoke about um, reappearing in February, you know, with the new format and, um, and I was really gonna still try to do it. And I'm like, no, Anna, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be nice to myself and I'm just going to continue with my regular format until I have a new VA and until, you know, she or he is comfortable in the position so that I feel really confident about changing things up. So, um, you will see a little bit of change, but, but not much. So just wanted to let you know where that's at. Um, however, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> my voice needs to be just a little bit deeper for that okay so um a couple of the fun announcements so first of all I wrote an article on medium which I'm going to put all these links in the show notes you can find them check them out um I wrote an article called discover how you communicate with a spiritual world and it's beautiful. It's all about, you know, our intuitive senses and how we communicate with the spiritual world and how it communicates with us and how important that is, not only for our personal growth, but also for our relationship with the spiritual world. And one of my, in the article, I, I give a number of ways you can figure this out, some hints, you know, everything from like the way that you talk to, um, to, to just di how different things go down in your life for you. But um, one of my favorite ways that I like to really get a clear picture on how people are interacting with the spiritual world um, about exactly what their intuitive senses are, are is using human design. I love human design. I found it in 2019. I was using it for some of my marketing clients back then, but am now using it with um, some of my Akashic clients, but more so for coaching clients and those sorts of things because it is just an invaluable tool. Um, a, a very quick overview is that it's a combination of astrology and Kabbalah, Vedic philosophies, I Ching, and it, what, 
you learn in human design is how energy works in your body, like how it flows, how, how things interact with it. And if you think about the fact that everything is energy, you can begin wrapping your head around how powerful it is. It's a practical tool tool. Yeah. I just like repeated myself. That was strange. Uh, it was like I was a robot or something. Like I'd gotten stuck like the record. It's a powerful tool for self-discovery and correct decision-making. So it provides insight into like why you feel certain ways in situations, why you repel some people, draw others in, um, how to protect your energy, how to manifest abundance, like so many more and different things. And so my special uh, for the month of February is if you book a 60 or 90 minute Akashic Record Soul reading with me, then you get a bonus 20 minute human design overview that explains what your natural gifts are, how you communicate with the spiritual world. And of course, this uh, is only valid for February readings. So if that's something of interest to you, make sure that, yeah, you book a reading because it's so much fun. It's so much fun. You know, I'm, I'm a couple years in now to understanding what my intuitive gifts are, and I'm still all about geeking out knowing them more, having a better understanding. Um, and the human design provides so much past just, you know, like the clairs, right? So clairaudience, clairvoyance, right? Like seeing, feeling, knowing, um, sensing, like, uh, I think I already said that, uh, <laughs> hearing, hello. Um, I mean, you learn about like tasting, you learn about, you learn about your, which guides you're interacting with. I mean, it's, it's incredible information. So, and learning this, whether with me or with someone else, will only benefit you immensely in your life. So, highly recommend one way or another. Um, the other thing is, I have uh, had to reschedule the January Access the Records workshop, which is an introductory workshop for those who are interested in learning how to read the Akashic Records. Um, of course, I had COVID, so it has been rescheduled to February 21st at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. You will walk away from that workshop with the tools to begin accessing the records on your own. In addition, you get access to a private community of Akashic Record readers. So, you know, the thing is like when I first learned how to read the records, the community aspect was enormous because unless you just naturally have friends who are readers, you don't really have anyone to talk about <laughs> what you're experiencing with or ask questions and it can be really lonely. And so it's something that I put together. It's quite informal, but it is a space for just all of us to be. Um, as the year builds out, there'll be things like practice sessions and a bunch of other things for members. So, but that just kind of is associated with signing up for the workshop. Um, and you'll find links to that as well in the show notes. Okay, so this month's Akashic reading I know this has been a longer introduction, but I haven't been here in a while. So I had so much and really I'm keeping it short. <laughs> there was so much else I wanted to share with you. Um, 
Yes. Okay. So February, Akashic Record reading. The Akashic Records, what are they? They are energy, as is everything around us, as I just mentioned a moment ago. The Akashic Records exist at a very high level of energy, a high frequency. It's actually in a different dimension. So by raising my vibration through saying a prayer, I am able to access information in the Akashic Records. And in the Akashic Records, you can access information of any past, present, future thing and receive information about it. Uh, if, if that sounds very, you know, esoteric, uh, you can think of Google or Apple Cloud, right? You know, maybe you put photos in Apple Cloud five years ago and you want them today. You know, you can get online and pull them out of your Apple Cloud. <laughs> and the records are quite similar. I channel through a monthly reading that is a forecast lesson for the listeners of the Soldier and Podcast. So whether you are a continued listener or you've never been here before and this is your first time, this is for you. And it doesn't matter when you come to this reading, whether it is on the day that this podcast goes live or a year from now or five years from now, there will still be something here for you if you are drawn to this reading because time doesn't exist. It's a human construct. And please don't ask me to explain time because I, I really struggle with that. <laughs> Even though I've, I've, I've seen it in the records and I've experienced it, being able to explain it in English anyway is it's just not happening. Um, okay. What I suggest, oh, also I should say, if you would like to learn more about the Akashic Records, because of course there is so much more, make sure to check out episode 41. It's a bonus episode where I talk all about the Akashic Records. I will leave a link in the show notes and you can find that information there. I've also written several blogs about it. So if you just search my name, Anna Hendricks and the Akashic Records, you'll pull up quite a bit. Um, in addition, I've, I've been interviewed on other podcast shows, so you can go listen to those. I, I kind of think people that have interviewed me have done a better job at helping me talk about it than I have myself. <laughs> Isn't that the way it goes? Okay, excuse me, had to get comfortable here. But um, check out episode 41 if you do want to dive deeper. So my recommendation for taking in this Akashic reading is to go hang out in a quiet place, put in some headphones, and just really let it, let it hit you. You know, absorb it, let it sink in. Don't feel the need to understand every word that's coming through. Don't feel a need to make sense of it. I recommend to revisit it at the beginning of every week throughout the month because it will hit you differently. It will share different information with you every single time. And then when the reading is over, you can hit pause or you can wait till after the episode, whatever is best for you. Um, although if you hit pause, you know, you're going to get your, what resonated with you most, which is, I think, the better way to go about it even before hearing what, what I thought of it, right? Because... It could mean something completely different for you and that will be 100% valid. You know, there is no one meaning to what it is that I channel through. Um, what I share with you is just my experience, but uh, it's something I always 
you know, advise clients to do is jot down a couple of things that really stood out to you and then let it, let it sit for a little bit and then return to it. So, um, I would advise doing the same and then you can pop back in and, and maybe hear what I have to share about it. But, you know, work, work on that intuition, man, really, really kind of tune in to yourself, see, see what's there for you because you are wise, wise, wise beyond your wildest dreams. <laughs> it's so hard for me to say that. Okay, so I'm going to just kind of chill out here and we are going to dive into this reading. I wish you the best, so much love, and I will see you on the other side. This message is a message that's meant to be heard. Yes, it's meant to echo into your ears. Echo into the next millennium. For much is going to be kicking off in this month. There's going to be so much happening. It will be difficult to know where it is that you stand unless you have steady ground to stand upon. Yes, it's going to be a month that calls to you wishes to shake you up, shake you awake for all that's coming down the road. You spent January in a cocoon, resting, healing, rejuvenating yourself whether you wanted to or not. But here comes 2022. And with it, a fresh onslaught in February. Times have been wrestling back and forth Yes, they've been playing games with your mind, letting you think one thing is happening only to show you something completely different. It's meant to keep you on your toes. It's meant to let you know that you can't. That you must stay awake. Keep your eyes open to the world around yourself, yet close your heart off from so much that wishes to distract you. Pull at your heartstrings, 
cause you stress and anxiety, push you into the deep ends of a pool. Yes, the world is beginning to break down. You see the systems, they are crumbling. They know not what they are falling into, but there is nothing below them to catch them. Everything must fall. It must dissipate so that new worlds can be regrown so that the old can be replaced with the new. You're going to feel a heavy sweep of energy bristling through your hair this month. It's going to feel like you're on rapid speed, going so fast that you can barely look ahead. This is why it's so important for you to have a foundation. So important for you to know what is beneath your feet. So important to know how to navigate these times. If you don't have a steady place to stand upon, then you'll quickly be watching the ground beneath your feet get washed away by all that cannot hold you up. Set aside your worldly cares for now. Connect with what's inside of you. Learn how to hold on to the steady pole vaulted into the ground. The one that will keep you there when everything else blows away. For this month is gonna feel like such swift change that you're not going to know what's happening. Mother Earth is rumbling. She's beginning to wake up to all that's happening upon her. And even as she wakes up, so are we. We're beginning to see what's all around us. Seeing with new eyes. Seeing with eyes that can hear and touch, feel. Eyes that know.
Yes, your abilities are coming to the surface. There's so much here that's waking up. Let the gentle rain fall upon you. Let the waves crash and burn. Let eternity and tomorrow collide. Let the world break up into a million pieces, knowing all the while that you are exactly where you're meant to be. That the love that lives within you can take you to the highest mountain. It can enable you to see into the farthest reaches. It can light you on fire in ways you've never felt before. Let it. Let what is meant to happen, happen. Do not get caught up in it. That do not believe that is your fault or responsibility to make everything better. No. What is your responsibility is to make yourself better. Is to build that relationship with yourself. Is to learn to cultivate peace within is to learn how to put the pieces back together when you've fallen apart. For believe us when we say the pieces will fall apart. They will crumble to the ground. But you have the power to put them back together one by one. There will be time and space for many things this year. Time and space to grow. Time and space to expand. For now, plant a firm foundation Water your garden. Nurture your cultivation. And get ready for the ride ahead. For much will be coming on the turning tides. The tables will be flipping over. And before you know it, this world will be unrecognizable.
Rejoice in your freedoms. Get lost in moments of gratitude. Know that all is happening exactly as it should be. The collective is waking up as are you. as is Mother Earth. Times are shifting. And the best days are ahead. But it's going to be a bumpy ride. Find your place. Take a seat. Buckle in. Here we go. Okay. Just kind of coming back here. Take a couple moments to recenter yourself. As I mentioned before the reading, feel free to pause, jot down a couple of things that really stood out to you, and then put the reading aside for a little bit, you know? Come back to it. I highly suggest listening to this reading the beginning of every week through the month just kind of reconnecting with it, reconnecting with its wisdom, what it is it has to share, how it resonates with you. Because, you know, we all get different things, <laughs> right? It, messages don't hit us all the same way. And that's, that, that is the beauty of channeled work, is that anytime you can receive channeled work, it opens you up, I think, with connecting to the truth that's inside of you. And, you know, it really reminds me of growing up in the Christian church. I used to really enjoy my Bible. And I used to sit in church and listen to the preachers talk about, you know, whatever subject they would be talking about at the time. And using scripture and just thinking like, wow, that's really what you got from that scripture? Because that's not what I got. <laughs> um, and really as I got older and the relationship with, you know, my relationship with God matured and also just my own personal spiritual evolution took place when I would spend time reading in the Bible it was like I would find things that, that people just didn't even see. And that's because, at least for me, it's because I consider it the living word. And so there are things that come alive within that text for us that we personally will see or interpret in specific ways that someone else won't. And that's okay. You know, there's there's space for all of it, <laughs> right? Things don't need to be black and white about what is right and wrong. And, and that's certainly how I hope you take in 
these monthly channeled Akashic readings. You know, I always pop back in on the other side to, to talk about how it resonated with me or what jumped out for me and, and do those things. But I really hope that you spend the time with yourself to really think through what it means for you, what really stood out for you, and just kind of build your relationship with your intuition through that means. I mean, it's a great practice to do that. Um, okay, so this message. <laughs> I had originally given it a, a different name that I thought was a little bit spunkier, cooler, perhaps. You know, I, I really, when I channeled this message through, it was like it thundered through me. I mean, I felt like I was standing on top of a castle with a horn, just like trumpeting it out, especially in the very beginning. And of course, towards the end, you heard my voice get very soft and quiet for a little bit and then start to open back up. And it's, it's, uh, you know, when the energy comes, the energy comes, but this was a very visceral and a very sort of direct message as far as I was concerned. And it certainly felt that way as it was being channeled through. It doesn't feel like there is a whole lot of abstraction in this reading. And in some ways, I was kind of like, really? This again? <laughs> Plant a firm foundation. All right. Can, can, can we get like throw a party up in here or like, <laughs> um, you know, the beginning of February for me, first of all, I'm in an eight personal year, which is really all about, you know, launching my business, coming out really strong, doing things. Uh, it's about production and uh, communication and, and just being very front and center. And so I've got this personal energy that's going on, but then I also feel this collective energy and the two feel similar and yet very different. And um, it was interesting because when I went to go uh, draw a tarot card for a month ahead, the first card I drew, I was looking at, it, I was just like, what? And I realized, like, I didn't fully, like, center myself and tune in before I drew this card. I pulled this card too fast. And it was like, this is the card that's meant for me. <laughs> this is not meant for the collective. <laughs> um, and it was, of course, you know, when you draw a, a tarot card, it is for that specific energy of that specific moment. And the card, I think, was a page of wands, which is just kind of like, youthful blah, blah, you know and that's what I'm feeling but I feel within the collective different things and it's not he all heavy and it's not all all of that you know and and um but it is sobering and it is direct and it is kind of like look this is what is real right now and while I'd love to jump on here and have a message like, it's time to throw a party. New Earth is here. We're going to have so much fun. Everything's going to be unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> it's just not reality. You know, we've got a lot of hard work to go through. And um, 
And that's just going to be what it is. But I want to remind you that that experience and how we go through it is 100% up to us. We can utilize these messages to be empowered and to choose to be empowered in the decisions about how we how we handle ourselves in these times, right? Like how we handle our attitude when we see ourselves getting really low, what choices do we make? When we see ourselves, you know, complaining a lot and being really negative, what are we going to do? You know, and I think that that's so much about what this message is, plant a firm foundation. The records have been talking about for months now, you know, about reconnecting with yourself, building a personal relationship with your own wisdom, learning to tune in, learning to tune out the exterior, you know, loudness of the world. And as we move into 2022, you know, this is going to be an epic year for spiritual growth if that is the path that you take. And or it's going to be a year of struggle and heartache and heaviness, but it's all up to us, you know, and not to say that spiritual growth isn't painful and and all of those things because heck yeah, it is, but we can really choose our attitude and how it is we want to go about it, how it is we want to experience it. Um, you know, for instance, I, I talk a lot about, I have talked a lot on this podcast about having a gratitude practice and just the importance of staying thankful. And I mean, just this, just this past week, you know, I'm, I'm, this past week was my first week back into work after two weeks out with COVID. I felt very overwhelmed, very anxious. All of my planning (laughs) that I had wanted to do in January just hasn't even happened yet. And that's got me feeling all kinds of things. And, and I'm like PMSing. And so, um, there, I think there were two different nights where I was, you know, uh, with my partner or doing things. And I was just like, man, my attitude is bad. And I excused myself and went and sat down and wrote, you know, like did my, my gratitude practice, which is, uh, right now I'm doing five because I need five. (laughs) Um, typically I do three, but you know, like when things are heavy, I do five and I just wrote out, you know, five things I'm thankful for and why, and did my very best to be, uh, you know, to be um, authentic about the things that I wrote down. And I mean, mind you, I was really struggling for like the first like two or three. I mean, I was kind of like, I am thankful for like, you know, <laughs> so don't think I'm all light and love. Okay. Um, but it was cool because really by the fourth and definitely by the fifth, it was just like, whew, I had connected with some sort of emotion of gratitude and it shifted you know that that energy for me and that's kind of what I'm talking about you know it's like we are going into heavier times and just like the reading talked about like we're watching things start to fall apart around us things are getting shaky you know there's like threat of war there's there's so much happening and it's not just in one place it's all over the freaking planet you know everyone and their mom has gotten COVID and now there's a new variant and like I am so effing tired of not being able to hang out around people. I know you got to be feeling the same. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, there's a lot. And I just want to acknowledge that because 
if you're feeling heavy or you're feeling down or if you're feeling any of these things, you are not alone and you have every reason to feel that way, okay? Every single reason to feel that way. But choose to do something different, you know, instead of grabbing a bottle of wine, instead of like numbing out in some way in front of the TV, maybe choose something different, get outside, go for a walk, you know, write down some things you're thankful for, call someone you love, turn on some music that makes you happy. You know what I mean? Like we can control this. We are in control. We are creating our reality. So while there is the reality that's happening in the outside world, we can create how we experience it. And that is our responsibility. You know, it is not the responsibility of the universe, God, source, whomever to make our life better. No, that's our responsibility. Um, our guides and everything, they're just here to support us along the way and to definitely make it easier if we want to ask for their help, if we want to incorporate these things. But it's our responsibility to you know, do the meditation, to exercise our body, to eat the better foods, to spend time with people who lift us up instead of lower us down, to digest things, you know, online that are adding to our life instead of taking away. Um, I saw a really beautiful post the other day and, um, it was all about, I don't even fully remember what it was. And it was like, they were talking about instead of consuming online and instead of losing yourself, like create something. And I, I loved it so much that I like wrote it on a big sticky note, and like stuck it right on my computer. Cause like, I'm just like you, I want to numb out. I want to stroll on my phone. I want to get lost in a, a TV series that I've watched a million times. It makes me laugh. You know, like I'm, I'm just like you. I want to eat a freaking gallon of ice cream. Like I'm there, <laughs> but you know, we can make other choices and we should make other choices because what is the quote of this podcast? When we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have something amazing to give to this world. And there's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're listening. And the more you invest in yourself, the greater you can give to those around you and you can be that light. So, um, you know, I think that what the reading really talked about is, yeah, things are going to be falling apart. Like Mother Earth is waking up and we, we are Earth. We are part of Earth, you know, like our limbs, our bodies, they are of the Earth. So as Mother Earth is waking up, so are we. I love that line. I thought it was so beautiful. Um, it was just really touching when it came through because, you know, and, and I talked about this in the 2022 Akashic Forecast, which if you haven't listened to it, definitely check it out. Um, I already mentioned that, but I want to mention it again. You know, but the thing is, like, because Mother Earth is, like, yeah, we're, we got a lot coming this year. Just, just saying. Um, Planetary-wise, shake-up-wise, uh, nature, yeah. And we can't, we can't be angry with her, but we're waking up with her, you know. And those are huge things. Um, but I love when it said, uh, 
The love that lives within you can take you to the highest mountain. It can enable you to see into the farthest reaches. It can light you on fire in ways you've never felt before. Let it. Let what is meant to happen, happen. Do not get caught up in it. Do not believe it is your fault or responsibility to make everything better. No, what is your responsibility is to make yourself better. And that is, to me, the main message for February. You know, once again, I want to throw a party because, you know, the majority of my chart is Sagittarius and that's what we like to do. But I got to take care of myself and I can throw a party for myself, you know, like a good party that's going to actually make me feel good and make my life better and make me, you know, better with my clients and better with my my partner and, and the other relationships I have in my life. Right. Um. I mean, I, as an Akasha Record reader, like with my clients, I can't let things slide. Like I have to take care of my body, mind, soul, spirit. Like this is huge, right? Because I'm showing up, giving people direction on very serious things in their life. And I take that responsibility seriously, you know? I got to take care of myself in the midst of it. Because how can I be there for other people if, if I'm not taking care of me, right? If I'm not planting, planting my own firm foundation and I got to come back, you know, even though I'm like in this eight year energy and I'm all ready to come out guns blazing, like, whoa, 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 Anna, calm down, plant a firm foundation. Make sure to check out the Spiritual Toolkit episode. You know, you can look at that link and there's that massive freaking list of resources that I provide, that I created for you all that not only has a ton of different ways, uh, spiritual tools, you know, so that you can pick and choose what resonates with you, but links to different ones that I use, examples, like it's a massive piece of resource for you. So please take advantage of that. Um, but February, we're, we are kicking off this year, you know, like in February, it is all out from here. Um, so plant, plant a firm foundation. Okay. <laughs> all right. So a little bit of the astrology, um, I'm going to include, the um, kind of the astrology overview from one of my favorite podcasts, the astrology podcast, uh, Chris Brennan. You know, if you're into astrology, i.e. you want to know more, his episodes, I mean, they're for nerds, I'm not going to lie, but he'll go deep for you. And um, But their episode on February is fantastic. Uh, it's several, it's a couple hours long, but again, if you want to dive deep, that's the way to go. You can check that out in the show notes. I'm just going to touch on some, some things here. Um, and of course, uh, as always, my disclaimer, I am not a professional astrologist yet. Uh, <laughs> um, I've been studying astrology since I was a kid. I am a super freaking nerd. I probably got at least like nine apps on my phone. It's what I do in my spare time. But, um, yeah, I like looking ahead. I like kind of seeing what's coming down the road. And, um, so I share this with you. So first of all, Venus has gone direct. It is no longer in retrograde. However, um, she's going to be in her shadow until March, 
what does that mean for you? That means that, you know, probably over this past month and a half, oh gosh, I think she went into retrograde, maybe even, no, it wasn't November. I'm going to get my head, I'm going to get confused. Okay. Um, but at least the last month and a half, she's, she's been really pushing us to look at our relationships, to revisit our values, to really think about what it is that we want. We're seeing things a lot more clearly, and that is absolutely going to be continuing through the month of February. Now that Venus is direct, it's going to get even clearer for us what it is that we want, what it is we don't want, um, what we're not going to put up with. But the one, the one thing I would caution you at here is that I think it's fantastic to really sit down and think about what you want, but also do consider what your expectations are of other people. And if, if you're being realistic, if you are expecting too much, and also if you are, if your expectations aren't aligned with who the person is that you're dealing with, you know, it's like, if you're in relationship with someone who isn't very emotional and you want them to be emotional with you, well then, I mean, <laughs> that's probably not a person for you, right? Because that's just who they are. So expectations, they killed the cat, right? There's like some, <laughs> there's some quote like that. Anyway, just be realistic about your expectations. Take them into account because while Venus is in Capricorn, she can be a little bit dogmatic and kind of very black and white about things. Um, my Venus is in Capricorn and, you know, that just meant that I was never one to play games when it came to dating. It was either like, dude, can you take care of yourself? If you can, we can talk. Do you have anything to bring to the table? Are you intelligent? <laughs> you know, my, my boyfriends uh, were all very different from each other, but the one thing that they had in common was that I admired who they were as people and that they were men who knew what they wanted. And that is very Venus and Capricorn for you. We don't mess around. Okay, so obviously as well, we kicked off this uh, month with the new moon in Aquarius and we are at Aquarius season right now, which is pretty cool because Aquarius, you know, Aquarius is about the collective. Aquarius is about thinking about other people, um, but it can also be very dogmatic when it gets out of control and it can be very divisive and black and white about things. Um it's still a wonderful time for social causes and community and being together. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this uh, with this new variant. I'm just, oh my gosh, I, I just really want it all to go away. Honestly, I'm done. <laughs> um, you know, like getting COVID after two years uh, was just kind of like, okay, so now I've been indoctrinated and um, I'm ready to put this all behind me and it's not going to happen. Um, Mercury is turning direct, which I, you may or may not know. Mercury has been in retrograde, uh, which just means it has really been a big time of reflection, um, reconsidering things, reevaluating. It's all the re's, you know, when it comes to Mercury retrogrades and it has flipped around now. It is in Capricorn. Um, well, it's going to be jumping into Capricorn, I think as of tomorrow, the third. Yeah. Um, 
And Capricorn and Mercury are great together because Capricorn is all about getting shit done. Mercury is about communicating. And so the two of them together can really help us to kick this month off with a lot of momentum and getting things done, um, you know, structure and order. I mean, all of that. Just be careful not to burn yourself out. Um, and then about in the middle of the month, it transitions into Aquarius. And in Aquarius, it's going to lighten up a bit. It actually transitions on Valentine's Day. And so it's, yeah, for you lovers out there who enjoy celebrating Valentine's Day, it's going to be a mushy one. <laughs> There's a couple of other transits that are happening on Valentine's Day. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but... It's going to be a good one for getting some getting some loving on. So maybe put a little bit of extra care into your plans. You know, take the time. Um, then, of course, we've got a full moon in Leo. And uh, yeah. Oh, I should say, too, with Mercury coming back into Aquarius, it's going to really ramp up our communication. Because, of course, Aquarius is all about community and the collective and thinking about other people and Mercury is a talker. It's a talker. It's a doer. It's a, you know, lots of creative solutions, original ideas. Um, being inventive during this time is going to be really huge and that'll last until like mm, week and a half into March. So it'd be a great time to start something, to kind of get things going and moving and shifting we got a full moon on February 16th in Leo. What's up, Leos out there? I'm a Leo rising, so I'm about the Leo. I'm about it. Um, but this is just going to be a really beautiful full moon for, um, yeah, manifestation. I mean, Leo is, you know... They call him the king of the zodiac, and he's definitely all about being seen. But the Aquarius sun will be opposing Leo moon during this time. So it'll be this balance between personal and impersonal, sort of the energies of it. Um, so Leo's all about like warm energy, whereas Aquarius, the Aquarius sun, Leo moon, I should say, is really all about just warmth, uh, creative, right, personal pleasure, stuff like that. Um, whereas the Aquarius sun is, it's kind of colder, cold logic. It's a humanitarian, you know, so this is going to be a little bit more of a serious full moon, but there'll still be that edge there. Um, and it's just a couple days after Valentine's day. So we'll still be like feeling a little bit lovey dovey, but anyway, um, then on the 18th, we transition into Pisces and I don't know about you, but I love Pisces time of year. Uh, we do have some Neptune transits coming up in the midst of Pisces season that are going to be pretty intense. Uh, Pisces is, you know, all about spirituality and then you put Neptune in the mix and Neptune is kind of same, but like Neptune is... Oh, a little bit murky, a little bit like you don't really know what's going on. So I'll be talking about this more throughout the month. I don't want to go too deep here. Um, and of course, on the 22nd of this month is the Pluto return for the U.S. 
However, it is really like the Pluto return for the um, Declaration of Independence. So when it comes to like the actual start date of the United States, it's a very murky topic that astrologists disagree on and I think is is kind of hard to to really pin down but um you know this is something that we have been experiencing I think as a collective for a couple of years and will be experiencing for a couple of years so although we may or may not you know have some sort of spiritual shit or like feel feel some sort of energetic shift on the 22nd um, we are moving into the next, you know, couple of years of the U.S. really deciding who it wants to be. Like, who do we want to be as a nation? Um, and, you know, if you don't live in the U.S., which, what's up to all the international folks? Uh, the thing is that the United States is, represents the, um, the, not the sacral, the, oh my gosh, the third chakra, the the yellow one. Holler at your girl. Where is this? Is I get excited in my brain. Um, the solar plexus. Hello. So, which is you know very connected to our confidence on this planet, our life force, our aliveness, if you will, and so. Even if you aren't, you know, in the U.S. or a U.S. citizen or anything like that, this is something that will affect the rest of the world. Um, and I don't say that from some like we're awesome mentality. That's the opposite of how I feel. I've lived in a lot of other countries that I liked more. <laughs> I do love the U.S., not even gonna lie. Um, but yeah, and there's so many countries I haven't been to that I like want to go to that I think yeah anyway I'm not going to get into that um but I'm definitely not some like the U.S. is the best type of person so let's just get that clear okay all right so that's really all I wanted to share with well I think the other thing that I should share with you know what I kind of pointed out here doesn't sound very intense and that's great but we're going to have like a lot of Pluto transits happening throughout the month and I didn't want to get into those like and be super nerdy about things because I know Probably the majority of people who listen to this podcast are not, you know, you're just going to kind of glaze over if I start talking about that stuff. Um, and to be quite frank with you, like, anyway, but um, Pluto, Pluto's digging up some depths, to say the very least. And quite a few of us are going through some pretty intense personal Pluto transits in our natal charts and as a collective as well. Pluto is the deep diver. It goes down into the soul. It wants to excavate things. It is all about transformation. You, you are not the same person when you go through, when you get through a Pluto transit. And it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a couple years. Um, the transits that we're talking about are more short-lived. They're more so oppositions, I should say, that are going to be popping up here and there. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we, we've got some, I think we've got some great energy, like when I look at the astrology for the month ahead, and then also there's some, there's some intense things, um, you know, my, my heart is really on this whole situation uh, with 
the Ukraine and Russia. And, you know, I just, I feel like things are getting blown out of proportion and I'm a little concerned. I really am. I, I really pray for the situation and I want to ask you to do the same in whatever way feels good to you because, you know, when we've got a bunch of egos involved and then also just kind of some of the, the smoke screens that are up, um, I believe people can't see things clearly right now as a whole. And I think this is one great example of that. And so I just pray that, you know, it's, it's like in the movie where there's like, you know, both sides kind of coming up together and like they both kind of want to talk and they both, neither one of them really want to fight. But then you got that one person on the line who's got like the itchy trigger finger and so they like shoot and then it starts the war between both because they actually think that, you know what I mean? And so I just, yeah, I just consistently am sending them love and, and, and just clarity and, and praying for the best. So we shall see what happens. Um, okay, so in that, uh, the tarot card that I pulled for the month is the tower card. <laughs> for those of you who are familiar with the tower card, well, it's not a gentle card. Um, the tower card was actually, I think, my card for our last year. Um, yeah, because the death card was the, the year before. And let me tell you, 2021 was a tower year for Anna. That is for sure. So the deck that I'm using is the Moonchild Tarot, um, which is a beautiful deck. However, I'm, you know, it's not very comfortable in my hands. And that's kind of a... She's got a gorgeous guidebook, though, and, of course, the artwork is phenomenal. Um, so I loved some of the, the... So some of the keywords that go along here are upheaval, transformation, abandonment, and liberation. That sure sounds like everything we've been talking about, right? Um, some of the questions that I think uh, she, she provided, I think, would be great for us to reflect on is how can this shadow be a catalyst for expansion? You know, it's like when we think about just something like what's happening with the Ukraine and, and Russia, you know, that, that is that is our shadow, right? That is the U.S. Like, like really kind of, I think, jumping the gun a bit in regards to, I don't know, like, wait a minute, what if we kind of took our time? What if we like, I don't know, just looked at the situation a little bit differently? You know, how can we handle this different bottom line, right? Or, or any other sort of thing that's happening in the U.S. right now, or, or actually not even just in the U.S., in the world, right? Like this division between vaccine and non-vaccine, which is such a waste of time and energy for folks, you know? And, um, but that is, that is shadow, that is ego, that is assuming we know what is best for someone else. That is, you know, it, it's, so what can we do? How can we shift that and, and turn it into an opportunity for expansion? And the second question here, how have I transformed the toxicity in my life? This is something that I think, you know, gosh, if you look back through 2021, especially, you know, I, I feel like so many people and even now, I mean, some of the readings that I've been doing um, and some of my clients that I've been talking with, it's like, they're making big choices in their life to walk away from big things that haven't been serving them. And some of them are toxic, you know, and, and that is going to completely change their life. 
And I think that a lot of people are doing that. You know, we're, we're waking up. We are stepping into the new places here. Um, you know, the tower points to situations in which the mind, body, spirit are not working in harmony due to passive or unhealthy choices, right? From the depths, this key may lead to a breakthrough in consciousness, allowing us to free ourselves from the unnecessary burdens or energies which no longer serve. Um, what is the greater lesson to be learned? Know that from every difficult situation we face, we are forced to grow from experience. Liberation comes from letting go and rising up, and sometimes to do this, we have to hit a low point. Without the darkness, there is no light. You know, the, the great polarity that exists on this planet that everybody, you know, gets so up in arms about when it comes to spirituality, it's like, why do these terrible things have to happen if there is a God and all of these things? And, you know, these are huge questions that I can't even begin to answer. Um, but I know that in my life, my greatest periods of expansion have come after my greatest periods of darkness. And, I mean, <laughs> like... Over the weekend, uh, my my partner and I, we watched Braveheart. And, you know, I, I watched Braveheart for the first time when I was a kid with my dad. And I just remember crying. And I'm, I'm a very, you know, sentimental. I, I get, you know, I can cry at like a commercial. I cry whenever I see like real human emotion, I think. I get just, man, it like makes my heart just burst open. And... When it came to the end of the movie, like, I was crying, like, not bawling, but, like, steadily, like, crying, whimpering. My partner was just, like, trying to comfort me, and I was like, just let me be. <laughs> like, I just need to cry. You know, and we, we talked about why afterwards, and it's just, like, it's so hard for me to, to see the, like, because of the readings that I do with my clients, you know, I continuously see how these difficult things that happen in life lead to bigger, better, greater things, you know, and like in the beginning of the movie where his, you know, the, his wife is killed, you know, he wanted to lead just a peaceful life. And if his wife hadn't been killed, then he wouldn't have become, you know, the, the freedom leader that he became and then if he wouldn't have been killed then like Scotland wouldn't have become a free nation and you know what I mean it's like sometimes we have to go through difficult things in order to get to the better things and that's just kind of the way it is and I think that honestly I, February kicking off and the energy I feel of, of February is that it's going to be a month that is kind of, kind of, you know, make us think about some things. Um, maybe have some internal discussions about how we're taking care of ourselves, what we're doing for ourselves, you know, what's the deal with our work-life balance, you know, how the quality of our relationships. Um, and they might be really hard to look at. They might be really difficult. We may not want to do that. But if we do, if we jump, we will be caught, you know. And, um, and that is always, it's just always the way it goes, you know. Some of my most difficult decisions and, and, and biggest so-called failures have led to just the best things in my life. And they're not easy, um, but, you know, it's just where it goes.
All right, so that sums up everything for today. Thanks so much for being with me. I'm so excited to be back with you all, which is probably why I just keep blabbering on because I'm like, no, really, let's hang out. I missed you. <laughs> but I love having you back. I am so pumped for 2022. I, yeah, we have incredible guests coming onto the podcast. Um, when I do get my new VA, I'm excited to dive into the the newer format and start sharing some new types of shows with you all that I think are going to be really valuable and helpful for you. Um, make sure to check out you know my Akashic uh, Records Soul Readings if that is of interest to you. In addition, I have started uh, doing spiritual guidance coaching in addition to life transformation coaching. I'm still really struggling with this word coaching. It just makes me want to like shrivel up, but it just people like know what I'm talking about as soon as I say it. Anyway, it's, that's a marketing issue on my end, but um, make sure to check out the website, see what's going on. Be sure to join the email list if you haven't already. Podcast updates, helpful resources, much love. I share a lot of personal information on my email list as well. Um, but yeah, so much love to you on your week ahead. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week. <laughs>